welcome back for another video. Millions and millions of us play FPL by the same rulebook every week, every season. Make a transfer, pick your best player as captain, score as many points as possible. It's a race to the top. What if I told you some don't play by the same rules? There's a niche corner of the FPL community who do it differently. This is the story of anti-FPL, a race to the bottom, the worst manager wins. It's not as simple as picking a team of players that never play a minute or taking hits all the time. No, it's much, much harder than that. In fact, it's far harder than FPL itself. Joe from Linton, a member of the anti-FPL community, even developed a standalone website for them. There's one manager who's dominated recently, two-time world champion in recent years, winning last season with 954 points. The only manager to score under 1,000, and he won by a landslide. But who is Meister Pumaku? I had to find out who he was to understand the mystery of this game more, and I managed to track him down for a chat. Here's how it went. So Meister, or Marcus, right? Appreciate you taking the time to chat, mate. It goes without saying you absolutely dominated anti-FPL last season. 950 odd points, so you won quite comfortably. But I'm wondering, how do you actually play anti-FPL? Yeah, uh, anti-FPL, it's... It's like FPL, but it's absolutely not like F normal FPL. Uh, how can I explain the best? You want to have shit players, but you want to have shit players that play. Yeah, and you have to score as low as possible. Exactly, you want you want your one point per game week from your player. Ideally, if it works out, or minus points even. And you have to spend a, a certain amount of your budget or all of it. Or? Exactly. The like the kind of matter is that you have two or three very very expensive players on your bench. Like Salah, this year everyone will have Holland because he's 14 million, and you can only have three million in your bank uh, maximum. <laughs> so Haaland goes last on your bench. Okay, let's pause there for a minute. So the aim is to score as low as possible. Whoever does the worst wins. But anti-FPL set their own rules, which are as follows. So there's a penalty if someone in your final lineup plays zero minutes, plus nine points for that. If you take a hit, you're awarded 4 points, not deducted. All chips must be used up, or you're awarded 25 points per chip unused. And at no time can you have more than 3 mil in the bank, or well, that's another 25 points awarded. If your captain or vice-captain fail to play, that's 15 points awarded. You will have your your random goals or assists you didn't plan for, but... Right. You're always glad when you, when you see... One 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 zero 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 one 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 <laughs> yeah. all over you. <laughs> I absolutely curse at those one pointers or you know cameos off the bench, but that's probably dreamland for you guys, right? Exactly. You want either players who concede a lot or just regularly play ten minutes every game week. So much like a normal FPL, it doesn't always go to plan. We've seen some disaster classes in FPL over the years. In fact, I even dedicated an entire video to the worst ever. Well, you can have anti-FPL disasters as well, where your random players haul. This manager triple captained Ajayi a few years back. It seems they do favour defenders from weak teams because there is potential for negative points, but in this case the manager ended up with 27 points from him. This manager hit the absolute dream scenario, triple captaining David Luiz for minus 9 points. And this is an extremely rare occurrence in anti-FPL, a single digit gaming score with everyone playing in the team. The equivalent feeling here must be us scoring 150 points or more in a game week for a huge green arrow. How long have you played for? I am 
playing three years and I was lucky enough to <laughs> to win the league two times already. Oh, you're a two-time winner as well. Okay, I definitely picked the right person. I won it in my first year and yeah, it was quite... <laughs> it's an honor for me. And I am still a FPL player, a normal FPL player, but that good for the time <laughs> I put into it, not good. <laughs> yeah, you're better at anti-FPL. At this point, you might be wondering how to actually get involved. Meister explained that keeping an eye out on the FPL subreddit is the best way for when they open their doors, along with joining the anti-FPL Discord, I'll link both below. He also explained that there's actually multiple anti-FPL communities, which was fascinating. I wonder how many other niche communities there are in FPL. I think it's really cool, you know, it's like um, a small corner of the FPL community that I didn't even know existed uh, until I came across it by chance. Like, it's very yeah, actually, niche within uh, the many, game. Many of, many of the players here, or some at least, gave up on playing normal FPL and just no play anti now because they enjoyed more. I, I, I'm looking forward much, much more to anti this year, I have to tell you. <laughs> what do you think? What is what? What would be your strategy for winning an anti-FPL? Oh, good question. What do you think that you have to do? So... I agree. I, I would certainly have Haaland last on the bench every week, yeah, without, without fail. Um, yeah, probably everyone. I, I suppose you have to pay premiums that are overpriced, you know, like, so I guess Son last season must have been perfect, right? It cost a lot and he didn't do much. Son was good, but actually the better player last year was uh, Vardy. Oh. He actually delivered yes. always one point or two points max. He was, when he was nine million or more. He was just so shit. So he was always the first, at least the first player. Oh, I all I sometimes even played him in the starting lineup. Marcus went on to explain that his favorite thing about anti-FPL is the lack of template. One of the most overused words in our world is template. It shifts throughout the season, and the game can feel stale at times when everyone's riding the template together. Anti-FPL simply has no template. It makes perfect sense when you think about it. There's only a few premiums which are the best players to own. However, there's hundreds of players that score low points, and these are all great options in anti-FPL. We had like one or two players in common. It's so diverse. It's it, there's no such thing as a complete template like wow. a normal FPL. Yeah. It, it's I I love this. I love it's, that. Yeah. Well, hopefully, as a consequence but, of this, you'll have more people playing that want to play their own game and a fresh exactly, challenge. Exactly. I think we we should advertise it with this <laughs> tired from the template. Sadly, FPL don't make it easy to create a second team, and it is technically against their rules, even if the goal is to score as low as possible here. I'd like to see FPL add a feature where you could create a team, but the overall rank's not logged. This will create so many opportunities for anti-FPL and other niche communities to explode in popularity. FPL could even have their own officially mandated leagues, such as No Chips or Double Chips, 90 More Budget and Anti-FPL. I'm not sure exactly how to end this video, but I hope you enjoyed the story and hearing from players. And if you'd like to get involved in anti-FPR, I'll link it down below. We try to do original content around here, so if you appreciate it, make sure you're subscribed. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.